Secret of federal agencies may be in the hands of Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch, and he's got some family history there. His mom, a former chief of the EPA, railed against air and water quality regulations in the early 1980s. And that ardent defiance landed her in contempt of Congress, leading to her resignation months later. Her son built his legal career on a similar anti-regulatory streak, voting against numerous regulations aimed at protecting the environment, student debt forgiveness, and COVID-19 precautions. Today, the nation's highest court will hear a pair of cases testing the scope of federal agencies' regulatory power. And at the center of those cases is a 1984 Supreme Court decision that Gorsuch previously has said should be reversed. We have CNN's Joan Biskupic joining us now with the details. This is pretty interesting here, Joan. What can you tell us about these cases before the court? Sure. And I'll just first tell you just about the unusual Gorsuch connection. Yeah. The 1984 case actually arose from policy that Ann Gorsuch was implementing. Wow. So it's just, and after she was essentially run out of town by the Reagan administration, she wrote a book that said, Are You Tough Enough? That was the title. But in it, she referred to the fact that her son, Neil, now the justice, was really upset by what happened to her. She was He was just 15 at the time. But here we are, now with a wow. major test of uh, a decision that became a landmark through EPA policy that Ann Gorsuch was part of. But let me just tell you about this 1984 case. It's called Chevron versus Natural Resources Defense Council. And what it says is that if there's an ambiguous statute that's being enforced by a regulator, judges who would hear any kind of lawsuit over the statute should defer to what the agency says it means, as long as the agency's interpretation is reasonable. Now, this all comes about because Congress often will write, you know, a sweeping statute and leave the details of policy to agencies. This happens all the time. In fact, this 1984 ruling has been one of the most, if not the most cited cases in the federal courts and at the Supreme Court. And today it's being tested because big businesses supporting these two fisheries who are challenging a marine uh, fishery policy have come before the justices urging the court to overturn Chevron, and this court is really primed for it. You know, the, not just Neil Gorsuch, but two other Trump appointees. This has kind of been an agenda item for them and for other conservatives on the Supreme Court. You mentioned the fact that uh, there are fishing industry considerations at play with this decision, but I imagine this is going to impact a lot more industries than just fishing. Absolutely. In fact, I would say environmental protection, as Ann Gorsuch once oversaw, uh, workplace safety, uh, uh, consumer rights protections, the drug industry, you just name it. You know, just think of how many uh, areas of the law the federal government touches. And let me just read two things from Neil Gorsuch, who you guys opened with his being at the center of the case. He had been pushing this Supreme Court to take up a case that would test the Chevron mm -hmm. deference, as it's known. And um, two years ago, when the justices decided not to, he wrote a dissent and he said, rather than say what the law is, we tell those who come before us to go ask a bureaucrat. We place a finger on the scales of justice in favor of the most powerful of litigants, the federal government, and against everyone else. And then during the back and forth, uh, they, they, I just came from the oral arguments and they took more than three hours, very tense three hours. At one point, Justice Neil Gorsuch said, the government always wins. Chevron is exploited against the individual and in favor of the government. So it was, you know, I, I can 
really feel the momentum on the part of conservatives, including Neil Gorsuch, to try to really roll back this policy, which, as I say, has given wide latitude to federal regulators in a host of areas, including environmental protection, workplace safety, consumer rights. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Mann. It's Wednesday, 17 January, year of our Lord, 2024. Mike Davis is going to join us. I want to make a program note. The President of the United States, Donald Trump, is going to come to the microphones in a minute uh, from the Manhattan court room he's been at today and address uh, address the nation. We're going to pick that up live when that happens. Mike Davis, uh, you were probably as close to Justice Gorsuch as anybody in the legal community. Tell us what happened today, the importance of this case. We profiled it this morning. The importance of this case, a monumental day. Gorsuch's role, your thoughts. Well, this ca- these cases are critically important because the Supreme Court could overrule one of its egregiously unconstitutional decisions from 40 years ago called Chevron, where these courts defer to these agencies on these agencies' own interpretations of their own laws. And so even if nine justices on the Supreme Court of the United States think the agency gets it wrong, if the statute is not clear the uh, the uh, if it's ambiguous and the the agency says yeah we have that power yeah we can do that of course an agency is going to take more power then these federal courts are, ju- are just supposed to defer to that agency's interpretation of its own statutes which is clearly unconstitutional it's actually dangerous because it goes directly against our separation of powers in our gun- in, in our government Congress is supposed to write the laws. The president is supposed to execute those laws uh, enacted by our duly elected members of Congress, and the courts have a very limited but modest role, and that's to say what the law is. And what we've seen, we've talked about this um, uh, a couple years ago, Steve, when I first started coming on the war room, what we've seen over the last 90 years is these agencies, these uh, unelected bureaucrats like the Tony Fauci's of the world have grabbed all three branches' powers, where you have these unelected bureaucrats in the executive branch writing the laws. You have them enforcing the laws where they have uh, civil service protection. You can't get rid of them, even if they're bad civil servants. And then they're interpreting their own laws. They have all three powers of the, exe- of, the of the federal government all wrapped up into these unelected bureaucrats uh, called these administrative agencies. And I hope the Supreme Court is going to reverse Chevron now that President Trump has appointed three constitutionalist justices who understand their modest but critical role is to say what the law is. Uh, 
if people, and Mike, you know this, a, a lot of the audience or some of the audience may not, but when you go into the Supreme Court and and one of the guy gets a, one of the two sides gets to argue, they have all these, you know, the prepared statement, they're ready to go. You could be 30 seconds into it and the justice starts just bombing you with questions, right? They're not sitting there just waiting for the guy to talk. This was three hours today. And from people I talked to, it was pretty intense. Give us your assessment of actually the oral arguments and the blowback from the justices. Well, I mean, it's very clear where, Ju- where Justice Gorsuch is. He wrote an opinion on this when he was on the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals blasting Chevron because of the reasons I described, how undemocratic, how unconstitutional <laughs> Chevron is. And what we saw back in 2019 before Amy Coney Barrett got appointed to the bench was there was a five to four decision called Kaiser versus Wilkie, where they looked at a separate doctrine, the sister to Chevron deference called our deference, where the courts defer to an agency's interpretation of its own regulations. So there are statutes that are passed by Congress that get Chevron deference, and then there are agency regulations that get get our deference. And you had five uh, justices. You had the Chief Justice John Roberts join the four liberals And they limited our deference, but they still upheld it. Now, with President Trump finishing the transformation of the Supreme Court uh, with the appointment of Justice Amy Coney Barrett to replace the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you could see five conservative, five constitutionalist justices in this unconstitutional charade and power grab by these administrative agencies, unelected bureaucrats, by once and for all ending Chevron deference, this abomination of constitutional law that's been on the books for 40 years. It is clearly wrong. It's clearly unconstitutional. And it has devastating consequences to real Americans in real America, like these fishermen who have to pay $700 a day uh, uh, to have these federal observers go on their fishing boats to do conservation efforts, whatever the hell that is, because of this ambiguous statute. Well, these fishermen... You know, they're not gazillionaires. They have they have slim margins in order to make ends meet. And you have the Department of Commerce and the fishery service of the Department of Commerce using an ambiguous statute and using it as a power grab to wipe out these fisher of these fishermen who are just trying to make money to feed their families. And it's just it's sick what the federal government can do. They have this they, they have this power through Chevron deference. And even if these federal judges say that the Department of Commerce, including the Fisheries Service, got it wrong as a matter of law. They're just supposed to defer to these bureaucrats. That's just not how our Constitution works, and the Supreme Court, uh, God willing, will fix this this year. To take the administrative state and eventually the deep state apart brick by brick, you've got to have a a real interpretation of the law. That's why this case is so important. That's why the Supreme Court, and quite frankly, Gorsuch is the intellectual leader of the deconstruction of the administrative state from the legal side. Um, Give me a minute, though, on the personal story here. Uh, I'm quite familiar with people who defy uh, congressional subpoenas when they think they're illegitimate. Walk me through the the mother and and the son's relationship. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, that's a lot of that psychobabble, but I know that, look, when, when Justice Gorsuch was a kid, he, he went out to Washington, DC. And, you know, when he was a teenager, and hated it. He got burned by Washington, D.C. because he saw how corrupt <laughs> Washington, D.C. was. And so he saw his mother get 
uh, chewed up and spit out by the administrative state. He he hated Washington, D.C. So, you know, unlike other justices on the Supreme Court who are the homecoming kings of Washington, D.C., I'm not talking about you, John Roberts, uh, but there, people like Neil Gorsuch hate Washington, D.C., and they understand how dangerous it is and how dangerous these administrative agencies uh, are to our liberties as Americans. Look, these fishermen can't afford the fancy lawyers, but for the fact that these nonprofits, these conservative nonprofits stepped in to help them on their legal fees and get them yep. very good lawyers to get this teed up for the Supreme Court. That's just, you know, we have farmers, we have ranchers, we have people who have to deal with the, the behemoth of the federal government every day and they get crushed. They get cowed into submission, even though they know what the yep. federal government is doing is wrong. They don't have the ability to yep. fight. Well, Neil Gorsuch understands those people and that's who he thinks about when he rules on these cases. He understands his job is to follow the Constitution, including the carefully separated powers. And it's his job to, you know, to side with everyday Americans, real Americans and real America who are getting crushed by this unconstitutional administrative state. Such a big day for us, by the way. Huge announcements on the natural asset companies. We got a victory there. The team, uh, Marla from Utah, uh, the um, the uh, attorney general, oh no, the treasurer of the state will be with us, Frank Gaffney. Huge uh, development at the New York Stock Exchange today. Uh, other victories, DeGrasse is going to join us. Congressman Goldman's after uh, going after um, Stefanik, right? Stefanik about her comments the other day about the J6. Real quickly, Mike, um, additionally, the lead story in Politico, President Trump's going to jump up real quickly. The lead story in Politico was about President Trump, the case that they're taking against Jack Smith. Uh, give me a minute on that before I jump to President Trump about how important the review by the Supreme Court of this case is. Well, Jack Smith's case is not going to survive much of this Supreme Court review. He, Jack Smith brought four counts against President Trump, including obstruction of official proceedings passed after Sarbanes-Oxley to go after people who destroy evidence. And Jack Smith and these, the Biden Justice Department, is uh, they're using this Sarbanes-Oxley law, 18 U.S.C. 1512C, to go after yeah. January 6th protesters instead of 18 U.S.C. 1505. Mike, we, we, we've got President Trump starting at the court. We're going to bounce. We'll come back and get your uh, we'll get all your social media later. Let's go live. President Trump's comments. A trial like this is not an emergency in terms of timing. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text 
Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Uh, the judge would have been very nice and would have let me go because I want to be at every trial day uh, because I saw what happened in the first one where I was asked not to go by the lawyers very much. They said it, it's demeaning. There was no evidence. There was no anything. And so I didn't go. And I understood exactly what he meant when he said it was demeaning. There was no reason to go and you shouldn't go. And I decided on this one, same judge, same judge. He's a radical Trump hater. And uh, I said, uh, I will go to all days. So what happened very terribly is we asked to just delay the trial for one day so I could go to the funeral tomorrow and then we could start Friday or Monday or any time they want. And he said, absolutely not. The trial will go on just as it is. You can go to the funeral or you can go to the trial, but you can't do both. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was terrible. So he would rather have me miss the funeral or go to the funeral, miss the trial. And that's a nasty man. He's a nasty judge. He's a Trump-hating guy. And uh, it's obvious to everybody in the court. It's a disgrace, frankly, what's happening. It's a disgrace. Happens to be a Clinton appointment, but I'm sure that has nothing to do with it. So that's as to that uh, second order of business. I'm leaving right now for New Hampshire. We're making a big speech up in New Hampshire. We just got a poll in that uh, shows me leading by a lot. And I think we'll do there, maybe similar to what we did in Iowa. Uh, the difference is that in New Hampshire, they allow Democrats to vote for whatever reason in the Republican primary. And they also let uh, independents vote in the Republican primary. So that is a big difference. But we have... Uh, a nice journey. It's going to take place in about five minutes when I'm finished with you people. I'll be leaving for New Hampshire, in other words, right after this. And then as to the trial today, it was a very interesting day. Uh, as you probably noticed, it's a big story that the uh, witness today, the a person I never knew, I never had anything to do with, it's a totally rigged deal. This whole thing is rigged, election interference. But this is a person I have no idea until this happened, obviously. I have no idea who she was, and nor could I care less. It's a rigged deal. It's a made-up, fabricated story. Well, they found out today that she got rid of a lot of evidence, as you probably noticed. She got rid of massive amounts of evidence. And in addition to that, she had a rifle or a gun, uh, because she said she bought gun bullets or rifle bullets. And it was the opposite, I guess, of her gun. And uh, was it licensed? No, it wasn't licensed. So I guess she's got a difficult problem. That's going to be her problem. But she has a gun or a, or a rifle. She didn't really explain which. She might have both because she said she bought rifle bullets. So uh, and it's totally unlicensed. So I assume that's a problem. But the judge was protecting her. He didn't want to go there. We don't want to go there. We don't want to. If that were me, it would be a different story. But with her. Uh, the judge is totally protective of them. And frankly, anybody in that court would see it. It's frankly, it's a disgrace. That's probably one of the reasons our country is going to hell. So the big take today was that she deleted and destroyed massive amounts of evidence. And we think that the both trials should be thrown out because it's ridiculous. They should be thrown out. And I, frankly, am the one that suffered damages. I should be given money, given damages. And that's where that is. And with that being said, I'm heading out to New Hampshire. Thank you very much for being back here. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. Nice to see you, Paul.
President Trump. Um, President Trump, I think you can say uh, he has no back down. Right there, that's a federal. That's a federal courthouse, and not a state courthouse. Quite different. Federal uh, uh, President Trump coming in hot. Of course, he's in route, uh, and we talk about this in the six o'clock show. We're going to walk you through it. President Trump's heading to New Hampshire. Going to have a big speech tonight. Of course, we'll be carrying it live. Uh, is Mike Davis that he punch? Yeah. I want to make sure everybody goes to Article Three. Let's get Grace and Mo. Let's get uh, Mike Davis's information up there. I'll get Mike on the second part of that. There is a uh, another massive case coming up uh, by the Supreme Court to review this Jack Smith disaster that could gut half of Jack Smith's case. I also don't think they're going to rule on this. I don't think they're going to rule on this quickly. I think it may be, you know, they drop it in June when they come with this uh, thing. So the Jack Smith thing's coming un- unraveled. Um, you heard this morning uh, we had in on about the Fonnie Willis situation. So all of the lawfare seems to be crumbling. President Trump just addressed uh, – Quite frankly, this fiasco, this defamation thing, I mean, it's, it's stupid, the stupid hour. Uh, something else is stupid hour. I've got DeGrasse on here. Normally we have DeGrasse is the fighter that comes in and tells us about these uh, redistricting, about how the Democrats are always using some, going to court and trying to use the courts to, to take away the kind of natural uh, redistricting, the districting in these states to try to get an advantage, particularly in New York State. But you aren't for a different reason. Dan Goldman is I want to set this up right. Dan Goldman has never really worked a day in his life. He's the heir to the Eva, uh, the, to the Levi Gene fortune. I think is one of the heirs. Uh, he's a billionaire or, or, or very wealthy. He's taken umbrage with uh, Stefanik, Congressman Stefanik, who's been on fire lately about telling, "Hey, the primary is over. Getting back at Trump." But she's also she went on M- NBC. Meet the press, uh, Alex, and she just gave, I thought, one of the best and shows you how she can go in the lion's den and handle herself. She blew up Kristen Welker uh, and particularly she had some comments on J6. Dan Goldman's going to do what in Congress now to penalize her, to hurt her in Congress about her comments? Can you get us up to speed on what's going on? Yeah, so he's filing a motion to censor, which would be the first step actually to remove Elise from Congress. And um, just like we had done with Adam Schiff, so that's a formal process where Elise would have to go to the well and be read, you know, sort of whatever the issues are that are being laid against her. We've been fighting back because it's a total sham and he's too much of a coward to make it a privilege resolution, which would force a vote because he knows he's going to lose. So he's doing a a little PR trick, although he says he's going to move to a privileged vote if he can gather some Republicans, which will not happen. But um, we're using this as a great opportunity to point out uh, some of all of his issues, the facts that he's unethically traded tens of millions of dollars in stocks. He's failed to pay his rent, I think, $185,000. He's taken thousands of dollars from Jeffrey Epstein Associates, including one major one. His family foundation has donated to uh, terrorist groups such as Hamas, the Palestinian Liberation Front. Um, I mean, the guy's... He's a total lunatic. You and I have spoken about him in the past, of course, Steve. You know, he was a uh, shift's lapdog and little sidekick during the first impeachment. And then his parents spent millions buying a seat in Congress. So that's what, what specifically a censure, a censure is a big deal. They're trying to remove Stefanik because they understand President Trump uh, is quite fond of her, in particular the way she fights and stands up for him and stands up for the truth. Specifically, what is he citing is the problem? You can, you've got to get censured for an action. What is yeah. he saying she did that 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 rises to the level of censure? I mean, we've been around for what a, a couple of hundred years. 
this is not something that happens uh, that happens all the time. It's quite rare. What is he saying? What does she do that raises to, that rises to this level? Well, he cites that her support of the quote insurrection. He cites all the great judicial complaints that she's taken to fight back against lawfare. He talks about her comments on Meet the Press, referring to you know certain January six prisoners as hostages. Of course, when we look at the mistreatment of justice, when you compare violent BLM rioters to non-violent January six. Um, protesters who were arrested for walking inside. So that the hostage thing is really what's blue. Obviously, also her support and refusal to, um, you know, her doubling down on the 2020 election being stolen, of course, which obviously made national news on Meet the Press, as well as her commitment to, obviously, Steve, not commit to certifying what could be a dirty election and an illegal election in 2024, especially while they in try to remove Exactly. Well, crazy. Um, no, so they're it'd be Christopher to do it. Yeah. Where do people go to find out more information? Where do they go to you to find out more information? We want to get all over this. We're, we're on a string of victories now, so we don't – this is outrageous for at least yeah. Stefanik to sit there and to make comments about J6, talk about 2024. She should never commit uh, until we see the facts. Uh, they just want – this is where they're coming, and people got to wise up here. This is where they're coming for President Trump's biggest supporters in the House. You're going to see this all happen next. They're going to start coming for everybody. Uh, where do they go, Alex? Because we've got to fight this one. Yeah, so we need the support, Steve. We're fighting back. We're funding candidates. This is all about the 2024 election, like you're saying, Steve, of course. They want to try to intimidate Elise and knock her back. If you go to www.defendelise.com, we lay out the case. You can make a grassroots donation to support her if you're interested. We really need the posse to come in big time because we're going to try to flip the script on this, go on offense, go after this guy and expose Dan Goldman. So that's what our plan is. So thank you, Steve. But it's been a wild ride, of course. Uh, this is going to be fantastic. Uh, make One more time. Where do people go? DefendElise.com. Is that where they go? Yeah, www.DefendElise.com. And this is great. If they put this up to a floor, we'll have floor debate speeches, and it's going to be a throwdown. So stay tuned for that. We're always looking for a good fight. We know she is, too. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. The grass is either fighting for fighting the, the Democrats in these radical redistricting or in this one, having at least Stefanik's back one. Everybody go over to the site. Check it out. we got to get up to speed. We've got some big victories. This one, the New York Stock Exchange Day, a huge victory against natural asset companies. Andy Biggs joins us. Andy, because the president came out and talked, uh, President Trump, after the trial today, uh, we don't have time to play the clip. But Johnson's up at the White House. Just tell us what's going on. It's very simple. And you're the best guy because you're a hawk on the deficits and you're one of the leading guys and not the leading guy on the on the border. It's very simple. You don't close the border. You don't fund the government. Now, I believe that Speaker Johnson came to the sticks and actually said that today. Am I correct in that when he kind of blew off all these other options that are out there? Um, I talked to him post-meeting. Uh, I think he did say that. I didn't look, didn't see it live Um He's, he's basically told me that that's where he is, that he's told that to the president. Um, I've told him that um, he needs to put that on the no funding, no border security needs to go on this funding of the entire government, not on a supplemental and not on a supplemental. But he says, oh, that's where they really want. I said, no, they don't want a shutdown. So um he knows I, I introduced a bill yesterday that would protect us in case of a shutdown. Um, you know, so all of the the military veterans, uh, you know, uh, CBP ICE would be taken care of. 
<clears throat> and I told him, I said, you know, you got two choices, man, because they're going to go with the Democrats. If you if you keep that spending the way it is, they're going with the Democrats. You're going to lose on that. You go with the bill the way I told you. Um, yes, we're going to lose some Republicans, but they'll go with the Democrats and, and you'll lose on that. But the difference is you will have shown the American people that there is a difference between Republicans and Democrats. And if you don't, everybody's going to continue continue to think it's one or the other and it's the uniparty, it's a swamp. Let's go stand up for what we know is right and let's fight. So um, I know he's considering it. He's really concerned, uh, you know, but the bottom line is uh, we can do this if he leads us. If he leads and gets those people who are kind of squishy to come over with us, um, I think we can in implement my bill and you might see a partial government shutdown, but it's, it's just be a, a, a partial shutdown of about 15, 20 percent of the government. So FBI, et cetera, they're going to have some problems. But it would also give us the leverage to get enforcement on the border. And if you don't do that, I'm just telling you, Steve, uh, those things, those two things together, if he did that, would be a twofer as a win. If he doesn't do that, it's going to be a twofer as a loss. And that's that's just the way it is. Does he understand how worked up people are about the CR, about we want it, we don't want to fund any part of the government? I mean, we defer to your judgment on the things about national defense, but people are adamant about forget the supplemental. There's no money for Ukraine at all, but on the CR to continue into March, no CR, bring them to the table quickly by cutting the money off at midnight on Friday. Does he understand how worked up the Republican base is? I don't think um... – I think there's some people who here who don't understand that, and he may be one. I mean, he thinks that that the the American public probably doesn't understand wh what that means. I think the American public is pretty darn smart. If you're on the left, you understand what it means for you, of course, and if you're conservative, you understand what it means for us as well. And I think that the American people get it, and that's why I think that he needs to lead, and the base un will understand, and they will support this move. Whereas if he capitulates on this, I think it's going to be um, turn out the lights. The party's over. It's going to be a tough road to hoe in uh, road to hoe in twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. I think there will be a firestorm for his removal. I'll say that now, and I will lead that effort. If he crumbles on this CR and does not shut down the border and gives them money to continue this invasion, all bets are off. Congressman Biggs, how do people follow you? Because you're one of the top guys on both of these issues. Where where do they go? You can go to biggs.house.gov, and you'll see a, a new video that I put out just yesterday about the border. I think it's a short one. I think people will find it interesting. And then also you can go to uh, at Rep. Andy Biggs AZ, at Rep. Andy Biggs AZ, and the, the uh, video's available there as well. Keep fighting, uh, Congressman Biggs, and keep trying to help uh, Speaker Johnson. We're all pulling I for him, but he's got to he's got to pull in the right direction. Yeah, amen. Thank Congressman Andy Biggs, one of the best. Short break. Back in the warm in a moment. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. 
Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. War Room, here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, President Trump's heading up to New Hampshire. Uh, NBC poll has him up uh, 16 points, 50% to 34 for uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, we'll have more on that in the next hour. President Trump's going up there probably during the Lou Dobbs show that it comes in uh, live when we're over in Lindale TV. So, um, And we'll also pick it up on a Getter and, um, and Rumble and all of our other distribution platforms. Um, turbulence, you see right here with the – you see what's happened today, this magnificent uh, argument about the administrative state, which is the underpinnings of the deep state, uh, judicially – that is in the gun sites. This is very important, but it's going to lead to, uh, with the uh, the deep state and the administrative state, more turbulence. This is why our coverage from Davos, and we're going to have Nora Ben Laden on at the top of the hour from Davos. More turbulence. That's why now more than ever, go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Find out. Ask Philip Patrick and the team over there, why has gold been a hedge for 5,000 years of man's recorded history, a, t- a hedge against times of turbulence? Check it out. Then go have a um, have a pot of Warpath coffee and uh, and think. That's what we're asking you to do today. Immerse yourself in information and think as free men and free women. Graham Allen uh, of the Dear America podcast. Uh, Graham, Jeff Duncan today, uh, a good guy down in South Carolina announced he's not going to run for re-election. Tell me about the district and tell me how important this is. We've got to get someone MAGA in there. Talk to me about what's going on down there. Yeah, Steve, thanks for having me. I mean, we're, we're kind of, it's breaking news on this end as well. So we're kind of gathering as much as we can. Uh, I agree with you that this is my home. This is where uh, we film our show. This is where my kids lay down their heads. They go to school. Uh, this is a very important moment here. We cannot lose an opportunity for an America first patriot to get in there and take this now open seat. We can't allow for a limp-wristed person that's not going to back Donald 
Donald Trump, we we need warriors in Congress. And so a lot of people have asked me, am I thinking about this seat and things like that? Uh, I'm not prepared to make a statement on that. On that. I will say this though, Steve, uh, I am never afraid if uh, my country needs me, if my home needs me, and if the Lord guides me to put my name in the hat. I'm never afraid to do the fight if I need to be in it. Uh, I will say this though, when President Trump wins in 2024, he is going to need MAGA America First warriors beside him. And like I said, this is my district, this is my home, this is where my children lay down their heads to sleep at night. If you think that I'm not going to have a lot to say about who this is to make sure whoever it is that takes that seat is not another America first patriot and not a fake, not a rhino, not a swamp creature, I'm going to have a lot to say about it. Well, Sergeant Graham Allen, you got two combat tours as a combat engineer in Iraq serving your country. Um, you see, we just had Andy Biggs on this fiasco we got on Capitol Hill right now about people not strong enough to stand up with those leaders and patriots in the House and saying, hey, if you don't shut down the border and no happy talk, you don't shut down the border, you gotta, we're not going to fund this government. That's Absolutely. the type of person we see. Are those types are, – are, are those ty- it's a, a hugely patriotic district. But yes. do we have people that will step up to the plate and try to run for the seat down there? Do you believe? Uh, I, I have to believe, Steve. It was, it's what gets me up every morning. I believe it, it's what gets you up every morning. I believe it. What it it's what's running Donald Trump every single day. I do not believe that this country is infested with weak-spined, yellow cowards. I do not believe that. Now is the time for real America First patriots to stand up, and I believe that that person will put their name in the hat, and that person will take over being the vessel for the voice of the people in this district. And a lot of people in Congress need to remember that that's actually their job. Uh, Graham Allen, what's a podcast, social media? How do people start to follow you? Uh, yeah, so we do Dear America on Rumble every morning, Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. Eastern time, or you can just find me everywhere, uh, Graham Allen. Sergeant, thank you very much for joining us. We'll watch that one closely. Uh, Jeff Duncan, that's a fantastic district down there, so we'll watch that one closely. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Steve. Have you back on with updates. Also, Colorado 5 out there in uh, Colorado Springs, hard to find a better congressional district in the country. Colorado 5, the existing congressman, been there a long time, stepped down. Hopefully got some America First Patriots to step up. Frank Gaffney, uh, great news, amazing news. a victory, maybe temporary, but it looks like at least this time it's pretty permanent, at least for now. Tell the audience what happened on natural asset companies uh, just a little while ago. Well, Steve, just a segue from what Mike Davis was talking about in terms of uh, rogue administrative state. Had what happened today not happened, had the war room posse not stepped up among others, including our friend Marlo Oaks, from whom we'll be hearing momentarily, we would have had the United States government's bureaucracies transferring public lands, waters, air, and private land, by the way, to unaccountable investment vehicles called natural asset companies that would have had as their mission ensuring there was no productive use made of those natural resources. A a 
transformation of our country, a fundamental transformation, I think Barack Obama would have called it. And indeed, I suspect that he had his hand in all of this, along with, by the way, the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, um, the, uh, the Chinese Communist Party, not least. And what happened today, providentially, and thanks again in no small measure to what you helped start and keep going, namely a broad-based protest, opposition, and denunciation of the idea that all of this would have been done basically in the dark of night through the Securities and Exchange Commission issuing a rule that was proposed by what? the New York Stock Exchange. What? What? Today, this, the New York Stock perfect... Exchange yeah. pulled the rule. Praise God. Thanks okay. to you guys. Praise God. Here, here, here's the thing. This is the, what they can do to make their own laws. When Frank first pitched me on this or talked to me about it, I said, Frank, you've lost your mind. It's impossible to do that. And then it got the documents. I go, this is unbelievable. I want to bring in Marlowe because, Frank, the War Room platform does what it does. But here's what I love about what just happened here. And this is a guide to us for the future. This was people like Marlo Oaks and other leaders stepping up and, and, uh, and Beifeld, Margaret Beifeld, organizing state attorney generals and state treasurers of the red states, if you have to, to organize and to unite and to fight this. Marlo, tell us how you guys did it, because this is the way forward. We, and they will back down. I keep telling everybody, if you expose them, if, and, and, and you're going to get some crazy ideas coming your way, because when Frank mentioned this, I said, this is insanity. This is taking all the public and private lands in the country and giving them over to the worst guys in the universe. Marlo, how did you do it? How did you organize everybody? Well, you know, it's crazy that state treasurers are suddenly thrown into the limelight here. A, a state treasurer is, is typically operating in the capital markets. Because the capital markets and our business climate has been so politicized, uh, state treasurers have to stand up. Uh, we're at the crossroads of politics and capital markets, and, and th there is a full-on assault against our economic freedoms. And so when I heard about this idea, I said, we have got to get this out nationally. People have got to understand what's going on so that the grassroots, uh, like folks who are uh, listening to this program and other programs, can push back from the grassroots. And then uh, I need to, to speak to other uh, financial officers across the country and, of course, get the attorneys general. It was really just uh, hitting all alarm bells that I could. Um, and, and thank heavens uh, for Frank Gaffney and, and folks like uh, you, Steve, that, that picked up on it and, and started raising the alarms. I mean, this is, this is what it's going to take to fight back on some of this stuff that really is. Tried to, they try to push it uh, under cover of night and, and, and hope that they get away with it. I, I, you've hit on something very important. It's one of the things we try to do in the show. You know, this is a working class, middle class audience. And uh, what we do all the time is talk about the capital markets because the capital markets are really where votes every day on policy, not every four years or every two years. And the capital markets, the money in power, the intersection of money power and the money is driven by the capital markets is what, what puts the country where it is today. You must understand macroeconomics. You must understand capital markets if you want to uh, affect policy. And the grassroots have taken that. Just give me uh, a minute on, on your thoughts about the, the the politicization of capital markets, because this is the essence, I think, of what makes War Room different. 
Yeah, it, it is an incredibly important issue because our economic freedoms are the foundation of all other freedoms. If we don't have economic freedom, we, we don't have any other freedom. And so I am committed to uh, to protecting those economic freedoms and our capital markets are really where that begins. And we've seen with uh, efforts like ESG, environmental social governance, uh, this is this is nothing more than an effort to replace our capitalist system with some other system and, and destroy the economic freedoms that we all enjoy. And it's 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 clothed in in and beautiful sounding clothing and people latch on to a lot of the words, but they don't understand what uh, the threat is to our economic freedoms. And so this is uh, natural asset companies are, are along the same lines. And we're seeing uh, efforts to destroy America in so many different ways. And, and our free market system is, is one of the top uh, that is under attack right now. And we have to protect it. Now, Steve, Marla, there's one other point. Get you if I could. I, yeah, go ahead. Jump in. Sure. Just, yeah, sure. just real quick. The, the, the thing that is also going on with these capital markets is, as this program and our Committee on the Present Danger of China have been talking about endlessly is our money is being used by those markets and pension funds and mutual funds and so yeah. on to finance our mortal enemy the Chinese Communist Party. And exactly. by the way, they were likely to be among the people who would move that money back into natural asset companies so they could control our resources. I mean, this is madness, but that's what BlackRock, Larry Fink, one of our you know, nemeses, yep. has been all about. And they nearly got away with this, Steve. And they may yet. They'll be back, you can bet. There's too much money sloshing around oh, in all of this. But we've got to now, one thing I, I think, think, back on their heels. Get, Thank God. We, but, he, but here's the other thing that's important. We have treasurers like Marlow Oaks and others that are on now on watch on the ramparts and sitting there going, right. because he's right, ESG. Sir, you, you've had some radical ideas about how to change our system. And here's the thing. They won't come and debate it. If you come and debate it and you win the debate, you know, then go with God. But they're trying to do all of this under the dark at night because they understand they can't win the argument. And once they're exposed... The runaway. Marlo, where do people go to find out more about you and to find out more about this effort, sir? Yeah, treasurer.utah.gov. And, and uh, I've got my page there. And, and I also have uh, marlooaks.com, uh, where more information, particularly on ESG, but we'll have information on natural asset companies. Uh, it's very important that people continue to watch for this because when you have a big agenda like this, it's not just going to go away because they hit a speed bump. And so we've got to be aware and, and continue exactly. to. 100%. Marlo Oaks, Frank, where they go for you and the Committee on the Present Danger? Fantastic job here. Thank you. Well, I'm really proud of our team. Uh, Committee on the Present Danger, of course, is presentdangerchina.org. And I really want to salute our, all of our friends who pulled together at sovereigntycoalition.org. That was where people could go with a click of a mouse and really weigh in. And the posse did handsomely, and we're so grateful to them. You're right, Steve. This is a template for what we're going to need to do going forward. And we look forward Temple. to working with you all on that. And let me just say, we do have a splendid candidate for Colorado 5 as well. That's another day's work. Fantastic. Look forward to uh, to having her on. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Colorado 5, one of the best. Frank, thank you. Uh, Marlo and the team united the AGs, the treasurers. Wall Street backed off. The New York Stock Exchange backed off from taking the natural resources, natural assets of your country. Unbelievable. Short break. Back in the warm in a moment. Day, holding 
For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to, but without funding the left. If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon TV. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon TV and support a company that actually believes in America. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching incredibly easy. Keep your number. Keep your phone or upgrade. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon TV or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT and get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon TV or call 972-PATRIOT. Remember, take action, use your agency, action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, just so um, <clears throat> Schumer just announced that Biden wants to put forward the supplemental package by next week. Uh, this is the most sophisticated audience in all media. You've had a bigger impact than any audience ever because you guys are activists and you'll man the phone, you'll send the emails, you'll get up in people's grill and you won't back down. Just remember what's going on here. They want to, so with a $7 trillion budget uh, of that, I don't know, a trillion six of discretionary, they, and they always want to show you the lower numbers or spin the lower numbers, but, but don't be spun. Um, we are now structurally in a death spiral unless we pull out of it. It, it is a death spiral. Uh, because it's $2 trillion when you count up the cash and you count up really the, you know, the kind of old-fashioned way. It's $2 trillion in a structural. And the um, the tax revenues keep dropping. That's one of the reasons the budget deficit is because they get locked in the spending and the tax revenue is not there, so it doesn't offset. Um, I think it's both J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs, I think took major hits to revenues today because there's not enough capital markets transactions. There's not enough transactions because the economy's slowing. They can sit there and all the happy talk they want and all this infusion of Keynesian stimulus. Another issue we're going to get into, the child, child tax credit and, the, um, and, the, uh, and these cuts, offsetting cuts they want to do for the small business guys. Look, maybe in, in theoretically you could argue for both of those but right now you can't have another are you nuts another keynesian stimulus which is the child child tax credit and how are you going to offset the tax cuts you do the small businesses i understand small businesses need help need assistance but we got to start taking this seriously we'll break that all down that's another thing that's just got to be killed right now it's either a crisis or not a crisis and we have a crisis on spending that's when johnson stands up there and goes you know i got I got uh, $16 billion. Dude, what are you talking about? Sixteen, And I know you got to start somewhere, but you're telling me about the IRS. You pumped off $10 billion here, and you get, took $6 billion back from COVID. we got to start having massive cuts. Now, what they're going to try to do is get your eye on the supplemental for the border. The, 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 leave that aside. That's not coming. The, 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 and, and with $7 trillion, a trillion dollars in the defense budget, 
They got to come up right away with a hundred billion dollar supplemental. It's all just to cover uh, the sixty to eighty they want to send to uh, Ukraine. In Ukraine, I say you pick the scab there. It's going to get pretty ugly. You know why? Because there's been some nefarious activities over there, folks. This is bribe money right now. Because Ukrainian oligarchs and these guys start coming forward and telling you what they know. There are going to be some fingers pointed at some folks here in the United States of America. You know it. The thing makes no sense otherwise. The fight's not even there anymore. All you're doing is sending people to Charno House to be slaughtered. Don't ask me. Ask the people in Ukraine, a military age, that don't want to go. They're trying to scramble out of the country having their parents uh, paid it so they don't go. They know what's going on. Go to Birch Gold right now. Get the end of the dollar empire. You have to understand that this thing is picking up momentum is the de-dollarization movement throughout the rest of the world. They want to get off the dollar as the prime reserve currency. Why? The purchasing power of the dollar is down 17 to 20 percent since Biden took over. That's one of the causes of, of, of people having, you know, of, of tough lives with the credit card debt exploding. People can't make it. They got to use the credit card to bridge how they get to the end of the month. And then they pay off as little as possible. It's one of the guys we have the credit card debt people now as a sponsor. Because this, this problem is absolutely lethal. The tax is the same way. Please remember what the tax guy said. When you get the letter from the IRS, do not call that number. Do not. Once you call and they take the call, you've waived your rights. Call the uh, the tax network, USA. Grayson Moe put it up. But with Johnson, and that's why 202-225-3121, and you're having a big impact. You're having an impact because you're making your individual congressman go, hey, dude, you're on report right now. Don't talk to supplemental. I'm talking about the major deal on the next 48 hours. We're not having any more CRs. Shut the government down on Friday night at midnight, and then let's get around a table and figure it out. But then we've got the leverage. The American people support this. The thing's out of control now. And all they're doing is giving you lip service. Everything on MSNBC and CNN is, oh, well, you know, they're, they're draconian, HR2. HR2, you want draconian? We can give you draconian. That's not it. It's strong. It's good. But they're, they're saying, hey, you guys are the worst people in the world. You're bad people. You're racist. You're xenophobes. No, that's not the case at all. And they know it. African-Americans do not support this. Hispanic-American citizens do not support it. They want to give these people work permits. And if they've taken anything out is because Rosemary Jinks had the courage to come forward. And this audience had the courage to go to Langford. You cannot approve what's going on. If, if, and Johnson, you cannot stop talking about the supplemental. Focus on the main event. The main event is what's happening this week. We don't want to hear that you need more time. You've had plenty of time. You shouldn't have taken three weeks off. First of all, you shouldn't have taken six weeks. I know this wasn't you. It was the previous management. But six weeks from August to September, another three weeks at Christmas, the four, three days with a snow day, you're just burning daylight. And now it's time to come to the prayer altar and say, no, boom, we're not going to do it anymore. We're not going to do it anymore. And I hate to say it. If you go along with the CR and twist arms for the CR, then, hey, then let's just go and do another. And they say, we can't waste time speaking. No, this is all proving a point. It's making these things and putting up top to say, hey, this is a crisis. And if you don't deal with this, we're just not going to continue to get tapped along. We're just not going to continue to get tapped along. Because that's what's going on right now. That's why I go to Birch Gold. Go over to Birch Gold and check it out. The end of the dollar empire. Understand the concept of de-dollarization. Because in de-dollarization... 
holds the key to us to becoming Argentina. And I don't mean Argentina under the new libertarian wild man who's over in Davos throwing down on those guys like crazy. I mean Argentina, the economy with the massive inflation and the capital markets upside down. So make sure you go check it out today. Also, um, these Faraday bags are very important. We've got the number one company in the world, Silent, S-L-N-T. It's got the best Faraday bags. Uh, make sure the government can't listen to you when you don't want them to listen to you or anybody, any government, any bad guy. Go to slnt.com. That's silent. They make the top Faraday bags for your computer, your iPhone, your iPad, all of it. You don't need prying eyes looking into your stuff, particularly when you're at the ramparts firing off on the government. We're going to go to Davos when we get back. We've got Nor Bin Laden. we got a packed show on the other side. Uh, it's going to be pretty intense. President's going to speak supposedly technically at 7 o'clock. We'll see if he makes it. Uh, if not, it's usually a few minutes late given the travel conditions and given he was in federal court today. So, uh, so stick around. Stick around. Uh, there we're going to go to Davos. Uh, we've got Nor Bin Laden. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back for the 6 o'clock hour of the war room. You do not want to miss it in a moment. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited-time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit TaxNetworkUSA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.